back to school skip. Did you pass that test? Yes. Good. <laughs> hey, Shorty, watch where you're going. Okay, I'm sorry. You don't have to be mean and call me Shorty. But you are short and ugly, too. Hey, cool school bag. Too cool for you, nerds. What's inside? She has a new iPhone in there. Don't take it out. Jalen! Uh, a new what? Let's see. Look at her dog. Oh my gosh, he is ugly. She has a weird face in that picture. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> hey, that's not nice. Give me my phone back. Yeah, that's private. We should stop them. What are you going to do about it? Hold up, wait a minute, prayer closet, get up in it. Stop, freeze, get on your knees, it ain't too hard to pray to God. Have faith, open your mouth, he knows what your pain is about. Don't let take all tasks, all you gotta do is stop and ask. Don't let the bully rule, all you take time and pray in school. Don't. this piece of junk. I would like to take a few moments and introduce you to someone who has a greater desire than anyone on this planet to be connected with you. His name is Jesus. And here is a story of his love for us. See you later. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross for our sins, and we were raised from the, you were raised from the dead on the third day. Please forgive my sins and give me the gift of eternal life. I ask you into my life and heart to be my Lord and Savior. I surrender my life and ways to you. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen.
This is such a crazy school. I don't know what's going on sometimes. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy things going on. Did you see the news? About the explosion? About the shooting? About the Zika virus? <laughs> <laughs> About the alligator? Guys, guys, simmer down. I know there are a lot of bad things going on, but we should embrace the good news instead. She's right. She's right. Second Timothy, first verse, seven says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. I feel like we should take a, no. I feel like we should take a time out to pray. Me too. So do I. Yeah, we should. Well, what if we pray? Sure. Hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, we were about to pray. Want to join us? Um, okay. Thank you, Father God, for this day, Lord. Please forgive give us if we have sinned, Lord, and... And change the bullies' hearts, Lord, that their their heart will be a light, and let us be the light of this school, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I heard you guys talking about something about God having the spirit of fear. Where did you get that? <laughs> From here. Does the word say? Did you take a look? Open up the morning and open up the book. What does the word say? Did you read the word? Listen to his voice and tell us what you heard. Woo! That was actually very fun. Yeah, it was. Boo. Thank you guys so much. You can be seated. Give God a hand of praise for Kids Dome. Thank you, Bishop. That was tough, but they, they pulled it out. They pulled it out with the microphones and all of this stuff. If you would open up the book to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, we're going to read from verse 1 to 8. It's an easy verse. It's a popular one. Sometimes when you, less is more, you keep it simple, it gets to penetrate deeper and wider. So, if you need an outline... To raise your hand. I don't. I didn't, I didn't prepare one this this week. Um, so there should be a generic one. I don't know if there is one. 
if you want to take any notes. Kids Dome will not be dismissed today. You can just find a seat somewhere next to your parents or an open seat. Sorry if I, if I scared you with the whistle, especially Madison. <laughs> All right. Verse 1. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to, to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Father, let's pray. Lord, I give you thanks and I give you honor, Father God, for this opportunity that you've given me, Father. I just thank you, Lord, for pushing this message upon my heart, Father God, that it first ministered to me, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for bringing this moment up to um, today, Father, that those that have prepared, Father, to receive your word will right now not be distracted and that they can just focus, Father God, that you can speak to your church today, Father God, as you use me as your vessel, as your tool, as your mouthpiece. I pray, Father, that we will not worry about who's not here or not worry about this applying to the person next to us. Let it apply to us first, Father God. I pray, Father, that we would use this time, Lord, that you have made, that we could just glorify you, Father God, as we give you glory, honor, and praise today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, I mean, this spoke to me because there is a time for everything. That's what the Bible says. There's a time for everything. In fact, we, I went over this with the Kids Dome, every single one of these. And what I'm telling you guys today, your kids already know. So it will be a good conversation to have on the way home today because they have, we have been going through this for the past few weeks. And when we went over this list, they were like, a time to hate? Like, yeah, time to hate what God hates. You know, he hates the sin, not the sinner. He loves you. So we went over this. I mean, we can get really deep with this. And that's why I encourage you guys, if you're thinking about serving, if God's took it on your heart, don't wait. You know, unless you have a pending murder case, then, you know, please do wait and reconsider. But if you're thinking about it, because you're not going to, there's never going to be a day and you're going to wake up without sin and ready for, your, for, for, you know, the standard that you think Come as you are, man. If you love kids, if you love children, if you want to learn, you think you don't know enough of the Bible, this is a great opportunity for you. So I just thought I'd another plug there. So um, right now, the kids are out of school. Why? Because it's the season for that. You know, they're resting. They're letting the things that they learn marinate. This is a season for them to mature a little bit, a season to restore, you know, uh, so this is needed, you know, the school, the teachers need a break. So, um, you know, one thing we, we, we forget is that um, 
we run out of time. But the Bible says there's a time for everything. Everything. So, in Ecclesiastes 11, which we didn't, uh, which we didn't even go over, but a couple of verses over, it says, He has made everything beautiful in its time. Because sometimes time off is such a beautiful thing. Or actually, a lot of times, time off is a beautiful thing, you know, because it's allowed. We, we, have, to, we have to make sure that we understand that it, there's a season. So why is it that we run out of time? I run out of time all the time. So if there's a time for everything, why do I always run out of time? I'm always running out of time. So when we look at it, we're like, well, I, I make sure I got time to sleep. I make sure I have time to eat. For real, I, I, I could lose a few meals too. I could, I could benefit from losing, from skipping a few meals, but I don't. I make sure I got time for my television. I make sure, you know, I got, other, I got time looking in the mirror. Some of us spend too much time looking in the mirror. Some of us spend too much time, um, you know, watching TV. Some of us have too much time worrying about what you're going to do. You know, and we wonder why we run out of time when it's clear that when you spend so much time doing something, what you're actually doing is neglecting something else. So when you get up in the morning and stuff and you think about your day, what is it that you're doing? How are you planning your day? What season are you in? So we have to check ourselves as to see why, what is it that we're doing that we're continu continually to run out of time and we're not taking the time out to address those areas that are in neglect. I tell you what, um, there was a season that I went to, that I went through that I was neglecting my marriage. So, you know, you're busy doing other things. You're, you're going to church, you know? So you think you're going to church, everything is covered, you know? Um, you, you're, you're doing the things that you think you're supposed to be doing, but then, you know, you run out of time, and all of a sudden your marriage is in straining. You're like, but why? So me and Anna, we spoke about it, and... We went on a cruise. We took the time out to address that. We went on a cruise. We left everything behind, and we reconnected, you know, because, you know, just because you go to church does not mean that everything is good. As a matter of fact, if everything is good, then there's something wrong. So I even have a cousin of mine that he was, he is, I have to reach out to him. He didn't come to the family reunion that we had a couple of weeks ago, but he's a children's pastor, youth pastor, in the streets in Louisiana. You know, them streets are streets. And his wife, ex-wife, I went too fast. She led music ministry. But they got a divorce. They got a divorce because they didn't spend time in their marriage. So you could, you could be in church, but neglecting other areas. You got to understand that you know, you have to take the time out to see what area is neglecting. So um, that's why sometimes when, when, you know, we decided to get married, we should stay single. Because if you get married, 
you know, only to just not be in one accord and do your separate thing, even in church. That's why I, like, I love when I look at the music ministry, there are couples up here. They're both involved. You know, you, you, you know, they're both involved in church. They're both serving the same ministry. Um, me and my wife, we try to do everything that we can together when it comes to church because we go through it, we experience it, we live it, and, you know, we're, we're not disconnected. We're connected. So I, I just wanted to make that important. So just wanted to bring that out. That, uh, that when you go to church, it doesn't mean everything in your life is in order. So I have a question for you guys. How's your marriage? How are your kids? How are your parents? How's your prayer life? How are your neighbors? How's your health? These are areas that we tend to neglect. You neglect your wife, your spouse, your parents, your neighbors, your kids, because you're too busy looking in the mirror. You're too busy looking at yourself. You're too busy. We're too busy living life because, you know, we take it for granted. Tomorrow is not promised to no one. So we're having fun. Everything is all good. You know, it's time, vacation time or whatever. It's, 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 we take it for granted. So... The most important question, though, is how is your prayer life? Do you even have one? Do you even have one? The list that we read from Solomon says there's a time for everything, but it did not say there's a season to take God out. It doesn't say there's a time to forget about God. There's a time to put him on hold. It don't say that. So... When it comes to prayer, that's something that I think we should do first. You should take the time out to do prayer. We have a prayer called Jesus wakes up early in the morning. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 said, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. And y'all know there's a prayer call at 4.30 in the morning if you guys want to wake up real early. Amen. <laughs> Pastor Aldo, thank you, Pastor, for being so diligent and holding down that 430 call along with Bishop and other people. But um, I, have, I do a prayer call at 930, and every time somebody joins a call, you hear a ding. Every time somebody hangs up, you hear a bang. And I know what you guys do, because we only get like, maybe I get like four or five people. But I, you guys call, and ding! Hi, it's Minister Rob. Because... You want to see if it's Bishop praying. I know what y'all do. I know what you do. I hear you. I mean, nobody prays like Bishop. I mean, Bishop prays with so much passion. You'll be sweating, wiping your own forehead while he's praying because it just comes across on the phone. You know, Bishop be like praying. Glory to God. Yeah, Bishop. But you know what? Some of the most beautiful prayers I've heard came from you guys. When Brother George prayed. When Raul prayed, when Greg prays, when Grace prays, those are the most beautiful prayers that really ministers to me because the heart of where it comes from, you know, and, and you guys miss it because I'm like, man, there should have been more people here. 
you know, this, this, this was so beautiful, it was so wonderful, you know, we're hurting. So my encouragement to you is take the time out. Join a brother and sister in prayer. I mean, I look, at, I look around, there's about 100 people here. We should be averaging like maybe 10 people per call at least. I mean, I don't make every call. I, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I don't even make it every day. But I do. Every morning when I get up, I pray with my wife every morning. And like Bishop said, I don't need to lead a prayer call to pray. You know, I could do that fine with, without the prayer call. But I do because, you know, Bishop was called and he's challenged us and that's what we're doing. We've been praying for 40 days, for 40 days already. <laughs> we're praying until something happens and it's an awesome thing that, that's going on. So I just encourage you guys to just get on one of them calls and, and, and just, you know, glorify God. Join us in one spirit as we do that. So if we, if we do that, trust me, God will tell you about your schedule. When you put him first, when you wake up early in the morning, you are able to realize what fat you've been carrying around that you've been wasting your time doing. So that's why, to me, with pray, it starts with prayer. Jesus prayed early in the morning. He prayed late at night. He prayed before he was going to go and, and perform a miracle, after a miracle, before and after almost everything. Um, so that's what we should do. That's the example that he set. So, you know, Deuteronomy 26 talks about giving God your first fruits, not second. That's why when I wake up, to me, that's the first fruits. You know, I don't want to have to wake up and, and then when something happens, pray at 12 because he's, you know, that's just me. Because I, I think by the time my day is filled out, it's not first. I give them seconds, if at all. So that's, that's to me, is something very important to me. Uh, Matthew 6.33 says, Seek first my kingdom and righteousness, and all else will be added to you, including the wisdom to know what season it is in your life to address. And not waste time worrying about it, because when we worry, we spend too much time worrying, eating, resting, and neglecting. I mean, that part wasn't in the Bible. That's, I added that because... <laughs> well, it's in the Bible. Seek first my kingdom and righteousness. Um, so... Um, yeah, because, you know, we, we, we just take time for granted. We, we're not, we are not, you know, doing what we're supposed to do. But we're, we're quick to looking at everyone else and not our own self. So when we go, you know, and I love when we went on the cruise, with Faith that went on the cruise, we had service on a Sunday in the cruise. So when you go out, and your different seasons, take God with you. Don't leave him at home. You know, I've been guilty of that. You know, you, and the thing is, we work so hard. We work so hard to get that vacation. You, thank God, you know, give me the strength to work. Yeah, my praise the Lord, vacation is in a month and in a week, two weeks. Vacation is here. You're packing your bags and stuff, and you're like, yes, here comes. I'm going to the beach. And then you say that prayer before you leave your home, Lord, Lord, help us. But then you leave him there. You leave them there until you get on the plane and you see that person walk by and like, oh, Lord, let's pray. Help us on this flight, Father God. Land this plane. 
you know, and then we put them in a box again. No. We do that all the time. What, I mean, what if all that time, and the thing is, we're on fire up to our vacation because we're praising God, you know, we're loving it, and, you know, our vacation is coming, we're coming to Faith Dome, um, we're, we're participating. And what if God was preparing your heart to minister to someone online at Disney? Someone plotting. But you were too busy being in the flesh because you left them at home. You didn't seek them in the morning because you're on vacation. Right? And so what if you were the person to minister to that person in the cruise ship that you're spending seven days with, five days, three days, but you were in the flesh, you left them at home. You were supposed to stand next to that person online for 45 minutes to get on that ride or whatever it is in a buffet. <laughs> and you were supposed to share the gospel. You were supposed to tell them how wonderful, how thankful you are for that time, for that breath that you have at that moment. But you never did. And this is something your kids know about because we spoke about this in school. That's why they did the skit with the bullies that, yeah, you know, we should take the time out and pray in school. In the cafeteria, they can't stop you from praying in the cafeteria. You know, if they do, I don't want to get any letters. But anyway, um, so when we go on vacation, when, when Bishop did that whole um, Sunday service, it was amazing. I mean, it was like, wow. I didn't think this belonged here. I'm like, who, what? And I caught myself thinking, I'm like, wow. Because, you know, there's so much sin on a cruise ship. You know, you walking around a cruise ship like this. <laughs> I mean, you're walking by clubs, you're walking by all kinds of stuff. And there was a family that joined us in, 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 um, in that service. And it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And then you're able to look at them, that ocean and the clouds, and you just praise God some more. And you just, you, it is just like amazing that how we take them for granted that when we go on vacation and when we go to school, when we go to work, whatever season we're in, we tend to leave God out. We tend to leave him at home. So that's my challenge to you guys. My challenge to you guys is time out, but not God out. Not God out. That's the title of this message, time out, not God out. The bottom line is you see the news that's going on out there. You see all of the stuff happening, you know, you, you, you know what the Bible says. It's happening. Don't act like if there's nothing you can do. There is. And it starts, it starts with yourself. It starts with your heart condition. It starts with your commitment to God. It starts with prayer. It starts with prayer. Get up and pray. Get up early. Pray without ceasing. Take them with you when you plan your vacation. Take them with you when you when you take them with you uh, when you speak with your kid. Take them with you, you know. Wherever you go, whatever whatever season you are, 
take God with you like that, whenever you have to address the situation right now, man, I am serving my parents. I am honoring them. If it was me honoring them in the flesh, I'll be like handling it differently, you know? Um, but right now, it is a privilege and honor to serve my dad and my mom, you know? Um, so, and, and I give glory to God because he is showing me what's most important right now in this season, what I need to do, what area I cannot neglect right now. Because everything else, I ain't going to worry about it. The Bible says, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, don't worry about it. You, first of all, I might not make it. Second of all, it has its own problems. So I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to leave it at his feet. I'm going to pray on it. And I ask you guys to join us, to join me, to join your Heavenly Father and just pray. And I love it because the way Bishop changed on Facebook, the whole pray over the United States. And it is just so awesome. So I just want to challenge you guys to just pray, seek the Lord diligently. And um, so that when we're on vacation, right, and wherever we're at, and it's time to minister to that person, that we minister to them out of the overflow so that they can see the sun, not the sun block. You know what I mean? The S-O-N. They need to see that because, you know, we go on vacation, we're full of ourselves. And they don't see the sun. They don't see him. Our light, the, his light is blocked by us. So it's going to be quick. I'm ready to close. So it's going to be simple. It's going to be easy. And I just pray that um, this will be deeply rooted because I definitely know that there is a time um, that we should take, uh, but we never take God out of it. So... My question to you is this. What do you need to make time for? Y'all know what it is. Something you've been neglecting. You need to take, whether it's your health, go to the doctor. Stop putting it off. Stop putting it off. Is, is it that, are you putting off a project that you haven't been done? You've been looking at it every time you walk through the garage? Address it. Maybe, maybe it's time to either, either get rid of it or do it. You know, you're going to neglect it. It's gonna, how many times we just say, ah, screw it, just leave it there. Just, I'll do it tomorrow, next week. And then all of a sudden, you just never, ever address it. Um, take time to, Take time to point your child to the Bible. Take the time. Don't let, you know, you bring them here. That's all good. But it's not my job. It's not any of our teachers' jobs in here to lead them to Christ. We're helping you. So please do take the time out and show your kids where your hope comes from. Jesus. So my other question is, what area in your life are you neglecting? And do you realize that this is God's time. It's God's time. It's not your time. We're here, but for a moment. We're here, but for a breath. We don't know how much time we have. So while we're here, I just pray that you guys would just honor him with every breath that you have. And honor him with your first fruits. And honor him with an open heart, open mind. 
so that you'll be able to be used in ministry, you'll be able to use as a servant, you'll be able to be used as a worker. And then God will show you, give you the steps to take when it comes to every area of your life, every season in your life. Speaking of seasons, my brother Trey, welcome back. Must be the end season again. Nice to see my brother Trey over there in the house. Y'all don't know, but y'all going to find out about him. But um, so that's, uh, that's what God had deposited in my, in my heart. It was all about taking time out. We're going to do something crazy. We're going to wear referee uniforms, black and white. Everybody have whistles and crazy. But, uh, you know, sometimes less is more. You know, we worry too much about other details when it really doesn't matter. Those other details are cool and stuff. We don't have any decorations this year. It's all right. You know, there's a season for all of that stuff. You know, we did that last year. We decorated it. And, you know, we, it's all good. So, in closing, because again, your kids already been through this, but I just want to ask you guys that if you made no room at all, you have not taken any time. In fact, you don't even know God, and you do want to know Him, you do want to put Him first. You do acknowledge that without God, you're just a sunblock. You're just getting in his way. And you want to know him today? Right there from your seat. You can just close your eyes. Close your eyes. And just listen to your heart. If your heart's pumping and you know you've been neglecting him, you've been neglecting his call, I just ask you to lift your hand up from your seat. This is all God's time. You guys know what you need to make time for. You guys know what area in your life you are neglecting. So I just pray that you release it to him today. I pray, Father. Father God, I just thank you, Lord, for giving me this opportunity giving me this opportunity to share this simple word, Father, that we just take for granted. I pray, Father God, that we will allow you to address those areas, to reveal it to us, Father God. A lot of times it's ourself, mostly ourself, our pride gets in your way. Our, our personal agenda gets in your way, Father. I pray, Lord, that even the things that we think that we're doing for you, we're actually doing it for us, Father God. I pray, Lord, that you can reveal us those things and that you can provide us with the guidance and the obedience father to first put you first and to guide our steps lord so that as we go about our to-do list father that we bring you first father god that we present that to you lord that you can show us how to manage the time father that you have blessed us with father god i pray for the strength that it takes to make those tough decisions, to tough the things to cut out, Father, that our flesh loves so much, Father. I pray, Lord, that you could give us the strength, Father, the wisdom that it takes to be, have the courage 
to make a stand, Father, for those things that you stand for. I pray that we can have the patience to deal with each other, even through those seasons, Father, that we require so much patience, Father, because you are patient with us. You love us first, Father, and I pray that your love will over, since it uh, covers the multitudes of sins, that your love, Father, will be sufficient. It is sufficient, and that we can love even those unlovable, Father. Those that are unlovable, that our neighbors that smell, that 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 don't clean up their garbage, or or that person at work, Father God, I pray that we can love them. That that we're not entitled to just walk around pounding our chest, Father God, because this is your breath. You can take it away. I pray that we can use it, Father God, for your glory, to use us, Father, that you will help us in everything that we do in all areas of our lives, Father God, that you could, above all, be glorified in everything that we do as we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name.